Hello and welcome to the Data for Subscriptions podcast. I'm your host, Birad Banyan, and today I have the pleasure of welcoming Demet back to the show. Welcome, Demet. Hi, Birad. Happy to be back here to discuss some very exciting news today. Indeed. So as CTO and head of product, we are particularly happy because it's a new product that we're bringing out to the market, and we're speaking about usage metering. But before we get all too excited about it, I have to ask the obvious question is because we say we've been doing metering for a while. We've been around for 20 years. So the first question is, what's the big news? Correct. We've been doing metering for literally two decades now. But um, we got because we got our start in the telco world. And as you know, uh, telco, telecommunications are a pioneer when it comes to consumption-based business. And so metering is a big thing over there. So we've been doing metering for a while. But what is really new here today? is that we have made metering easier than ever. Basically, we packaged a lot of the underlying technical requirements through a graphical interface. You can create your meters, map this to business plans, uh, define units, period of time to measure, and all of this is done for you under the cover. So that's really what is new today, this packaging and this ease of use. And that's an important thing to distinguish here because what we've essentially done here now your specifically, your team specifically has done is you've taken what we previously provided to uh, highly successful, highly complex businesses, but made it super easy to deploy and consume the benefits of. So any business really can reap the benefits of it. That's the main thing. And you're empowering business owners and product owners to be able to do so. Okay. We're going to dig into this a bit more. Let's talk a bit about usage metering. Perhaps it is so that many who listen to this, uh, it might be obvious, it's kind of in the name, but just to make sure that we at least have a common understanding and during this conversation, what is usage metering? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. We, it's true that uh, in business, we like to overcomplicate things. Sometimes we have a lot of acronyms, a lot of new terms, we don't, don't really make sense. But the good thing about metering is that it really means what you think it means. More or less, right? It's about it's a simple concept. It's about measuring, metering, if you will, the usage of a given service by a customer, and what that measurement is can differ depending on your business. So, for instance, a meter could be measuring how many kilometers someone drove a car from a rental service, or how many gigabytes of data a customer of an online backup service might be using how many image, uh, images you might be generating with uh, the new uh, generative AI service that is out there. So what you meter is very specific to your business and your industry, but at the essence, it's the same thing. It's about how you, much you are using the given service. Right. And a meter you know, could also go up. So this is typical for a pay-as-you-go model, right? Or it could go down if it's a, a prepaid model. For instance, you're entitled to... S- to five iterations or five five instances of a service. Or it could also kick in once you have a, reached a certain threshold. So there's multiple ways you can use these meters for different business models. But at the end of the day, it's all about measuring usage and, and what is the essence of the service that you deliver as a company. Right. Got it. So the next obvious question is why businesses would need it? Well, <clears throat> the, the obvious one is that metering is the foundation for consumption-based billing. I think this one is pretty clear. You cannot bill for something that you cannot measure accurately and timely. 
and meters are the foundation for consumption-based billing. I think this one is, is obvious, but metering is also the key for many other things. So for instance, uh, if you only do flat fee subscriptions today, you probably still have a need for metering. Because, um, and the, the, the easiest way to understand that is that typically you have limits within subscriptions, or at least you have more and more limits. You know, it used to be a lot of uh, all you can eat, but as your service grows successful, people now are a bit more concerned about protecting margins and, and ensuring people don't abuse the service. So typically there's a cap within that service. It's all you can eat up to a certain level. So a meter can help you with that as well, because that can basically help you enforce that high watermark. So whenever people reach an entitlement uh, limit, the meter will be depleted and you can send, stop the service or you can send an, an upsell message, for instance. That's one. You can also use meters for other things. It could be, for instance, for uh, partner settlement royalties. So let's say you are an insurance company and you're delivering uh, car insurance, but you also have a third-party partners that is delivering um, roadside assistance. So for instance, and, and whenever one of your customers uh, calls that roadside assistance, you could be you know, populating a meter. So at the end of the month, the insurance companies knows how many times that third-party service was used and then therefore can be um, can can be can pay to that third-party um, partner whatever they do. Right. So just let's repeat that one more time because there are three clear-cut cases here. The obvious one is for anybody who wants to move into consumption-based mode, sometimes referred to as usage-based billing or pricing. The other one which I find interesting is, and I think that this is where probably we're going to see a lot of the uptake and usage of this type of product within subscriptions. I talk often about um, tiers and triggers. You obviously had a more of a lengthier answer in terms of what you can do with it. But for me, it's you have uh, subscriptions, but you have different tiers at different price points. And you could have triggers that happen at any point of those. So for example, if you want to get moved up one tier for yep. a specific price, all of this obviously requires meticulous tracking of the usage. And then I think the partner aspect is very important. What I do believe myself, and perhaps you could just spend a minute on it as well, is... I think we should talk about hybrid because what we see more and more in the marketplace is that there's this combination of, in fact, one of the services that we consume at our home is exactly that. We pay for a flat fee subscription, so to say. That's our starting point. And then given a certain threshold, it moves over to usage base. So it's actually right. a combination. So we end up paying, but still it's a single invoice. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I, I think this is... a. Uh the next logical step in this industry or subscriptions used to be all you can eat and nobody thought about what's next, right? But now that the, some of these services are becoming increasingly popular, you know, people are shifting their focus a little bit to, okay, how are we going to make sure that we protect our margins? So, and this is where people start thinking about, well, a hybrid model is a good way because it's, it's a drastic move to go from flat-free subscriptions to consumption-based. I mean, some companies are pulling it off and they do very well with this, but... For others, it's a scary thing. You go from a recurring revenue that is predictable to something that is completely unpredictable. But the I think a lot of companies are going to opt for something in between, which is hybrid. So basically, you've got these flat fee subscriptions with a cap. And then once you hit that cap, you go into consumption base. So for the customer, it's good. 
because most customers don't go there unless they really use the service. And if they really use it, then they're probably okay for paying for it. And it's good for the for the company because they can they still have their recurring business. It's not a drastic move. And they can still protect their, their costs as well, ensuring that nobody's abusing the service and, and, and running the, the margins down, down to the ground. So let's talk a bit about why consider digital route, because if one would Google usage metering, there are a number of alternatives in the market that claim that they can do the same. To be very frank about it, if there's a customer out there considering, why would they consider digital route? Yeah, so you know, metering is still a pretty new concept, so there's not that many uh, companies out there uh, with metering solutions, but I think the digital art metering solution is quite unique in a couple of ways. Uh, first of all, it is a complete solution, a- and that is quite important because <clears throat> many of these other metering solutions typically expose a- an API for your meter. So basically, you send things to the, to the API and then you can't just count things up or, up or down. Now, they leave to the user the task of collecting the data, validating it, deduplicating it, enriching it with whatever is needed so that it can be counted. And typically, you do this through an additional tool that would be like an ETL or an IPAS. So at Digital Rad, we understand that this is actually quite complex thing, and we have a platform to help you with that. That comes with our metering solution. So everything you need to collect this data, wherever it sits, everything you need to validate it, enrich it, deduplicate it, that comes with a metering solution. So no need for any other additional tools. So that really saves in complexity and in cost as well. So it is complete. I think that's the first one. The other thing is that it is a, probably a less technical solution than many other things out there. Uh, many of these metering solutions tend to be API first or API only. We do offer APIs as well, but we also understand that people defining business plans that map to these meters typically are not necessarily engineers or don't have access to engineers to update these things. So we have uh, our metering solutions come with graphical tools interface so that people can just define in very simple English what a, a meter is, what a plan is. Uh, so that's number two. And finally, number three, I would say that... Um, Digital Rod is probably the only metering vendor out there with a track record when it comes to usage management. And for a simple reason is that it is still a fairly new space. We were lucky. We got a, a, an early start with, in the decommission business with usage management. So we've been doing this for many years. I mean, customers like Adobe, who kind of wrote the book on subscriptions and digital services, right. actually leveraged Digital Rod to, to, to get to where they are very successful journey. So we've been doing this for a long time. And so so the track record that we have, I think, is also another unique differentiator. And I just expand on it based on what you said before, because I think that these uh, are also meaningful benefits for the customers. You talked about the fact that it's a complete solution when it comes to managing the entire data flow, irrespective of which system or source it comes from. And then basically how it's handled by the metering product in itself and fed into the billing system. So it's a complete end-to-end, if we may call it that. It means you don't need any other systems. Correct. You might even be able to sunset any other systems if you have plenty of them trying to figure this out. We're talking also about freeing or releasing resources that typically would be tied up in these kind of processes. So it allows you to 
put their time into other meaningful tasks. Arguably, an even more important ha- uh, benefit here is that it allows business owners, product owners, we're empowering them to basically work with the business rules and attributes. Okay, let's talk implementation. How hard is it today to deploy a new business model? And let's talk consumption-based like we've been talking about today. Well, if you're involved in billing today, you know how painful, complex, and time-consuming it can be to change anything in the billing system or ERP, right? I mean, remember, if you mess up your billing system, the cash flow stops in the company and you will have a lot of people screaming at you. So I think people are very nervous as soon as you start talking billing and changes and even upgrades of your billing systems. So the interesting part is that here, what we're talking about metering is actually a key to deliver some business innovation, new models, without having to change the core, changing the billing system. So if you think about billing systems, many of them were built many years ago before subscription was even invented. They were used to to basically build single, simple transactions, the sales of goods or services, right? So don't they don't even have the concept of usage. But using metering, for instance, what you can do is that you collect usage during the months, you package it, and at the end of the months, you send this nice single transaction to your billing systems, and that's it. So basically, metering can help you innovate your business models and experiments at the lesser cost, but more importantly, without having to do any heavy heart surgery of your billing system. And that is key to accelerate uh, the rollout of new business models. And we know for a fact that this is a big issue for companies that are holding them back from taking initiatives because everybody, as you said, who works with billing systems and the quote-to-cash process knows that it's complex. There's a lot of project risk involved. Okay, let's talk a bit about timelines. And specifically, I'm curious about time to market because we previously spoke about the fact that we have been solving for customer needs with regards to metering, but it could take up to 12 to 18 months to uh, deliver the uh, solution for them so that they can reap the benefits of it. What are we talking about now with this pre-packaged product that you guys have developed? Because all of that can be done incrementally, outside of your billing systems, it could be as simple as a three-month project. I mean, we're talking about moving from these 12 to 18 months billing business transformations into things that you're going to do on the side a bit more agile, right? So it could be as simple as as three months. I mean, of course, it's more for testing a few things on the side of your portfolio. If you're going to change your whole portfolio in depth, then maybe you want something, something a bit longer, but try Well, that's a significant, I think, uh, benefit as part of the value proposition because from an implementation perspective, we're taking away a lot of risk from the table. And then from a time-to-market, time-to-value perspective, we've basically shortened it down to a very, very short window here so that customers can get started and can start to innovate, as you say, try and then grow and scale from there. So the main takeaway here is that many businesses are, of course, looking to take the next step, whether they want to basically improve and optimize their current subscription business or whether they're eyeing this amazing opportunity of usage or consumption-based. But we know for a fact that it's scary. It's holding people off from taking that leap or step. The message here is that we basically prepackaged this so you can start to experiment your way into it. Of course, you want to go all the way, all in immediately, 
you can do that too. But for many, actually, the reality is that you want to start somewhere in a corner of your portfolio, expand from there, and we've just basically removed many of the barriers so you can do so. Okay, so if I'm interested as a customer, what do I do after listening to this, Demet? Well, just get in touch. I think uh, where is it to find? Digitalrad.com. Um, and we're waiting for you. Excellent. With that, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your time, Demet. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bedat.